They may be called the next generation, but they're the church of today. Reach, disciple, and mobilize students to share the hope of the gospel. This is Next Gen On Mission with Shane Pruitt and Paul Wooster. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of the Next Gen On Mission podcast. My name is Shane Pruitt, National Next Gen Director for the North American Mission Board. And always with me is my co-host, my brother, my dude from the West Coast, Paul Wooster, who is our National Collegiate Director. Paul, what's up, man? How's it going today? Going well, man. I skipped my coffee and I actually had a bang. So um, got the extra caffeine coursing through my veins here, man. So how, how's your caffeine intake today, Shane? Yeah. Hey, I'm doing really good, man. No, no caffeine yet today. Wow. You know, I was, you know, I was really hitting those soft drinks a little too hard. You know, like I gotten up to about three, four, five a day. Um, but man, since like the summer, I've been like rocking like zero, you know, so uh, really the most kind of awesome. caffeine is every once in a while, you know this, cause when we're traveling together, I'll get like a little small Red Bull. Like you're a bang guy. I'm a Red Bull mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, well, Paul, I'm so excited about our guest today with the S cause there are two um, dudes that, man, I've just grown to love. They've become dear friends and, and Paul, I know you've gotten to know them and interact with them. And so I'm so excited about our guest today. And for sure, at least one of our guests today, 100% probably has better sneakers on right now than you do. Would you agree with that, Paul? Yeah, yes, yeah. like, because I don't have shoes on right now. So yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, sneaker game. Yeah, we got some. Yeah, so our guest today has some mad sneaker game. Every time I'm around him, he has just great shoes. But Paul, we're proud of you. Like, you just got your first pair of Jordans here recently, man. I know. It was a special moment, man. We had a whole... <laughs> It was. We, we, we bought a cake. We bought a cake and celebrated. Took a selfie and then we did the yeah. whole thing. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, congratulations. Welcome to the family, Paul. Yeah, we're <laughs> I love we're it, man. Hey, well, great. Hey, well, pause. You know, today, man, we're going to talk about Gen Z using their stories uh, to impact others. And so today, our special guest is Jeremy and Caleb Freeman. Um, so Jeremy is a pastor, lead pastor at First Baptist Newcastle in Oklahoma. Great church. Um, Jeremy has become a dear friend of mine. And then his son, Caleb, man, I've just grown to love this brother. He's such an encouragement. Caleb will text me all the time saying he's praying for me um, and I'm vice versa. And I don't want to get too much in their story because I want them to be able to share it. So Jeremy and Caleb, welcome to the Next Gen on Mission podcast. We're so excited to have you today, my friends. Man, thank you. Thank you guys for having us. We are pumped to be here. Yeah. All right, Caleb? I'm hyped up. Yeah, and we've already seen Caleb's shoes. Like we're, you know, even though this may be audio, if you're watching on audio or video, uh, we are on video and we can see Caleb's shoes. He already stuck them on the screen. We've been able to see them. He's got some cool Air Force Ones on the day. So that's it. That's it. <laughs> he's a hype. He's a hype beast. That's what yeah, he is. He is. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, hey, Jeremy and Kelly, before we get too spiritual, tell us one fun fact about you guys that we may not already know that we definitely need to know about you guys. Caleb and I, we talked about this a little bit, but uh, since we're talking about reaching next gen, uh, the fun fact for me is my dad, Ken Freeman, is a longtime evangelist. People may he not is. know He's that. a legend. Yeah. He's a legend. So that's a little fun fact for me. But Caleb's is more interesting. What's your fun fact, bro? Uh, my fun fact is that uh, I memorized the whole chapter of Philippians. The whole book, bro. The whole book of Philippians. What? Wow. <laughs> like, 
that's the spiritual fun fact. What's the, what's the physical? That's awesome. Fact? Check this out. What can you do, Caleb? Um, I can plank for 15 minutes. He can plank what? for 15 Whoa. minutes. Bro. Paul, that's how long amazing. can you do, Paul? I don't know if I've ever done a plank in my life. Yeah, I don't know if I can do 15 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> I need to work on it, man. Dude, this is this is convicting to me, not only in my spiritual scripture, <laughs> yeah. but also my physical fitness. Dude, I just yeah. need to step up. Just be yeah. around for a few minutes. No. No doubt, man. The whole book of Philippians and then planking. Like yes. I can, I, I can quote Jesus wept, and then <laughs> I think I can plank for fifteen seconds. There but we go. but the question is, do you know the reference to Jesus wept? <laughs> yeah, man. John eleven, man. We okay, know. okay, good, good. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Uh, well, All that's right. awesome. Uh, yeah. I, I just wanted to convict everyone from a physical standpoint. And from a spiritual standpoint. <laughs> you, you accomplished it, man. Check. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Check. You accomplished Thank it. you so much. So, yeah, we'll jump into some of our more serious questions. And so this first one we always ask every guest, and it's fascinating to hear the responses. What do we need to know about Generation Z? You know, I think uh, Caleb and I have had the privilege of getting to travel around. We've been in the smallest church in Oklahoma, and we've been down in one of the largest churches in Texas. And what we're seeing with Gen Z is they're looking for something real. Mm -hmm. And so what I love about this podcast today is the story aspect of it, because man, when Caleb goes and speaks at a public school or in a, or in a church or somewhere, we, we spoke in an Aflac insurance convention, wherever mm -hmm. we speak, people are drawn to the story because it's real. And yes. uh, I think these kids are looking for something real, man. So Caleb, when you look at Gen Z, you're these, these peers, what do you see, man? Yeah, I say the same thing. Um, I feel like they're relating to my story a lot because I, I'm able to be real with them because I share about my struggles before Jesus and then how much Jesus can change you. I feel like people are seeing from that the most. That's right. Mm, yeah. I love that. Yeah, and let's go ahead and just have you guys share kind of your, a brief summary of your story. And, you know, we'd love to hear our listeners to make sure that they're caught up on what God has done in y'all's lives. Yeah, you can tell Caleb's speech is uh, not where it needs to be, but the- it, It's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. It is, it is, it is it amazing. amazing, Caleb. You took the words yeah. right out of my, I was about to say what you don't know is that- I, I know, I was just helping you out. I felt it coming. <laughs> Although extra help was needed. No needed. So Caleb, Caleb is 20 years old. When he was 16 years old, he was on his way to an OU basketball game. He was driving. His brother was 14 at the time. It started raining, uh, and uh, got in a, he, he lost control. A, a semi-truck, 75,000 pounds, T-boned Caleb directly on his side. Uh, Caleb was not anticipated to live through the night. Uh, when we got to the hospital, they said 90% with his brain injury, so 9 out of 10 do not wake up. And they said, if he ever did wake up, he would never know us, never walk, never talk, never, he'd be on a tube the rest of his life. And we mm -hmm. said, but God, that's why we wear these shirts, but yeah. God, because we believe God has the final say. We've already lost a child uh, to cancer when he was seven years old. So we know that God doesn't always heal uh, on earth. Uh, but we were asking the Lord to do that. Caleb was in a coma for eight weeks. And one day God just woke him up. And uh, so he's been on this miraculous journey ever since we spent five months in Denver, Colorado at a rehab facility. 
three months in Omaha, Nebraska, one month in Boise, Idaho. And he's been on this miraculous, miraculous but God journey ever since the night of the wreck. So he is a walking, talking, but God miracle right here. He is. And, and I love y'all's story. I'm so encouraged um, by y'all. And so, Jeremy, you know, you and I have taught, you know, um, in fact, um, you know, I've gotten to know you guys, um, I believe at False Creek was the first time I met y'all, got right. to know y'all preaching there, y'all's church was there, and then got to know Caleb and his story. Um, and then you invited me to come speak at your church, uh, Jeremy, where you pastor. And that's where you shared with me how y'all have already had one child to go be with Jesus. And I didn't even right. know that. Right. And so, Jeremy, as a father, you've gone through so much. You've experienced so much heartache and tragedy and suffering. What advice would you give to parents right now that are listening who have experienced tragedy with their children? You know, it's interesting um, because tomorrow, September 1st, that's the anniversary, the, the day that uh, Trey went to be with the Lord. So it'll be eight years tomorrow. Wow. Trey would be a, a freshman in high school, man. And um, so we live with this grief and this hole in our heart every single day. Um, and what I would tell parents is, man, number one, it's okay to grieve. Uh, the Bible tells us that Christians grieve, but we just grieve differently. We grieve with hope. So you got to give yourself permission to grieve. It's okay. But for our family, what has carried us through every single day is living life with an eternal perspective. We have to keep in mind that 10 million years from now, this pain that we feel now, it's not the final say, right? God's going to make all things. God's going to make all things right. All things new. So, our pain is wrapped in hope and hope has a name and his name is Jesus. Right. And so Mm -hmm. we walk with that victory every day because of the hope we have in Christ. And so I just tell parents, man, second Corinthians 4:18, we fix our eyes, not on what we can see, but what we cannot see for what is seen is temporary and what is unseen is eternal. So we try to keep that eternal perspective in our hearts and minds really every minute of every day. So sometimes it's just doing the next right thing. Now, whatever that is for you, if you're a parent grieving, just do the next right thing by the grace of God. And man, before you know it, it's been a month, a year, and then one day in eternity, we get to celebrate the fruition of God's goodness in our lives for all of glory. Yeah, that's so true, Pastor. And uh, Jeremy, as you know, Paul, as you know, uh, you know, we have a son with unique needs, Titus, um, mm-hmm. who's eight, right. and he suffers from cerebral palsy and is in a wheelchair and doesn't communicate like we communicate and fed through a G tube. And, and we always say this, besides the Holy spirit himself, the greatest teacher in our life has been Titus. Um, and, and my wife says that my wife says this, and I just steal it from her. <laughs> it's so true. She is like, you know, every day we lay hands on our son, Titus, um, and ask God to heal him. We believe God can heal him. But the irony of God is over the last eight years, as we've been praying for God to physically heal our son, God has been using our son to heal us. Oh, and man. even Come in those on. darkest tragedies, oh. darkest moments, how God still can shine his lightness through and his goodness through and teach us and shape us. That is um, so, so good. Thank you so much for that, Pastor. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, well, in light of y'all's story, um, yeah, tell us about the hashtag but God movement. I love it. And because, you know, your story is different than my story, that's different than Paul's story, that's different than Caleb's story. But everyone, I love how y'all approach it to go, hey, here's our hashtag but God story. We've seen miracles, but everyone who has been bought by the blood of Jesus and has the Holy Spirit of God has a but God story. That's exactly mm-hmm. used that. So would y'all, would y'all share uh, with us about the hashtag but God movement and how we can use our story to reach others with the gospel of Jesus? Yeah. Go ahead, um, yes. Um, 
last of Bergamoma is saying that everyone, no matter who they are, if they've accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, they have a but God story. Because considering how much unbelief there is in this world, if you've been saved by Jesus, that means Jesus sought you out, found you, and you were able to accept him then. So your story, I think a lot of it comes from humbling yourself and putting yourself in other people's shoes. Because their but God story might be bigger to them than yours. And your bugouts are might be bigger to you than theirs. But it doesn't mean them not all equal in God's eyes working together for mm-hmm. the glory of Jesus. That's right, man. You yeah, know, our, our deal our deal, Shane, is like we, we, we believe that number one, if you're a born again believer, that is your first but God story, your mm-hmm. salvation moment. But That's then you right. have a lot of other but God stories in your Christian life about how God delivered you or taught you or has been walking with you or sanctifying you. I mean, our, our goal is we want, number one, we want everybody to have a but God story. They need to, you know, but God who is rich in mercy, right? Ephesians 2, 4. Right. But we also want them to celebrate and live the life God's given them. Not all of us get to live the life that we want. Like I would have never asked to lose a child or to have a child with a brain injury. You would have never asked for what you have, but God has allowed that into your life. That's a part of his story in you that needs to be told. And I think Gen Z, man, they have a story and yeah, they need yeah. to, and not just them, but all people, they need to learn to share their story because that's the most powerful uh, tool they have to, to get the good news of Jesus Christ out. Mm, I love that. And yes, that is so true is that no matter how dramatic the story is, right. God can use it. So like, there's a lot of people, maybe they grew up in church and they're young and they, maybe they don't have something dramatic. There's still something real that God has done in their life. And so if they're, I just want to challenge anyone listening, maybe you don't, you can don't compare because God can use even a simple uh, life change, that simple story to make a a dramatic impact in others' lives. And so I just wanted to bring that out for people that maybe you're you're younger or you're listening and your, your story is not as dramatic. So um, Caleb, I wanted to ask you to, I want to give you a shot. We have a bunch of youth pastors, college pastors, senior pastors, other church leaders. What advice would you give about reaching and discipling your generation? Good question. Well, first, I want to go back to one thing you said earlier, the whole comparing aspect, because I heard the best thing recently that is a snare to compare. And that's so true because, honestly, there's always going to be someone in this life that has it easier than you do. And someone that has it harder. So just letting God meet you right where you're at can really change your perspective on how you look at things. That's good. And the one advice I would give to leaders is, we need to be going, we need to be doing things with an urgency today because do we not realize that like there's people right now, death is a very real thing. Hell is a very real thing mm-hmm. that most people don't believe in these days. But like we need to be going by urgency because death is happening every day. Mm-hmm. And we can't feel like we failed. 
but not sharing the hope that we already have with more people. I wish to be doing it with everything we can every day. That's right. Mm, I love that. Yeah, and I think that's that's what I see in in you guys' lives and just that you getting that ex, the experiences that you've had. Man, every guest I feel like lately has been bringing up this eternal perspective and mm -hmm. just how short this life is. Right. And that's what this generation needs. They need to hear about heaven. They need to hear about hell. They need to get a vision of, man, living this life in light of eternity. And so thank you so much for sharing that, Caleb. Jeremy, we're going to ask you a question. Um, yeah. You obviously love love Jesus and love your kids. What advice would you give to parents in discipling your kids? Yeah. You know, um, one thing I think, I was thinking about this just the other day, when I die, I feel like I will know I've been a good disciple maker if my kids love Jesus more than I do. Um, I don't want them to love him as much, just as much as that, but more. And yeah. uh, now again, I, I, for the parent out there that maybe has a child that's wayward, run, obviously kids make their own decisions, but we want to do everything we can to help our kids come to know Jesus and then walk with Jesus. And so, you know, to me, it's like, Parenting, discipleship starts in the home. It starts in your marriage. Your kids need to see you modeling the gospel and your love for one another, and then really being intentional with your children. Like my son Clayton May, he's a senior in high school this year. He's had a rough road, and we just found out yesterday he may have torn his meniscus his senior year. Mm -hmm. But what we do is we come back to our kids one more time, and we say, look, you've suffered a lot in your life. This is not the end of the world. So how can you make much of Jesus in the midst of whatever it is that God's allowed into your life? I think you have to keep the eternal perspective with your kids. And um, we like to say something that Randy Alcorn said one time, let what will matter to you five minutes after you die matter the most right now. And yeah. it's like li living with that reality is so hard, especially in the middle of difficult things. But if you can build that eternal perspective into your kids, that to me is the greatest disciple making factor almost that you can offer them. Wow. That's incredible. Yeah. Such a strong word. I appreciate that pastor. And, and Caleb, I love that statement. It's a snare to compare um, because even us leaders, man, we struggle with that. I struggle with that. Yeah. And so I think it's just another example of how even adults can learn from this generation. Like they're yeah. grabbing on the truth very quickly. So Caleb, thanks for sharing that. And uh, I want to, I want to, I would love to hear, uh, Jeremy from you and Caleb on this one, on this uh, last one, because we always like close um, our time and our conversation together on the Next Gen Mission podcast with this on mission charge. The, the heart behind this podcast is to see the next generation realize they are the now generation, not the future of the church, but the church right now, that they have a mission now, that they have a calling in their life now. And guess what? They have, like you've said, a but God story now. So, yeah. Jeremy and Caleb, both of you, would you both take turns and, and give us one like closing thought on this and one practical next step? Yeah, you bet, man. I think that, man, I love, I love when you say that. They're the church now. We tell our students all the time at our church that we need you to lead out. Every great movement of God throughout mm -hmm. history has begun with young people. Yeah, and so right. to me, it's like, that's what, that's, I think you got to place those expectations on the young people to say, man, we're not expecting you to be a leader one day. We need you to lead right now you can lead out in worship, you can lead out in evangelism, you can lead out in relational connection, all those things. So to me, I mean, that's the, that's the word I would say is whatever lane you're in, sports, academics, 
band, wherever God has placed you, use your platform for the glory of Jesus. Make him known right there. Live, live, take that lane with an eternal perspective. Nice. What would you say, Caleb? Um, yeah, the whole right now thing is so important because death is such a real thing. That's right. I, on December 19th of 2017, I should have lost my life. It would have been wow. over for me. And I don't know what would have happened, but now that Jesus has given me another chance, I'm able to see how much urgency we should have and how we don't need to sugarcoat it. But we got to share with the urgency so that other people will share with the same urgency. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yes, yep. and that's what I, I mean, I admire both of your, your boldness, that, that your desire to proclaim Jesus. And again, like what you said, don't sugarcoat it. And this, this generation wants it that way. They want, they want the truth. They want you to be real with them. And so, man, this is such an opportunity that we have as a generation to uh, share Christ and to advance his mission. And so thank you for that closing thought and that challenge, that practical next step. Jeremy and Caleb, I'm sure people are going to want to go deeper and learn more about your story. So what are some ways that they can connect with you online? Yeah, you bet, man. The, the, the greatest way is uh, through Facebook. We have a Pray for Caleb Facebook page, and we update that pretty regularly. You can see Caleb, where Caleb's speaking or what God's doing in his life. We post updates and progress, all that kind of stuff. Uh, also, we have a website. It's called calebs-hope.com. So calebs-hope.com is a great way to go and see videos, all that kind of stuff. And you can also shoot us an email at hashtag butgod at gmail.com. You just spell out the word hashtag, hashtag butgod at gmail.com. You want to shoot an email and get to know him. Caleb loves people. And he would say the greatest work God's done in his life is not physical, but spiritual. He's mm -hmm. a man on a mission right now, brother. And so he'd love to connect and share his story with anybody and everybody. Absolutely. So, uh, I feel like Jesus didn't leave me on this earth for me to exist and live comfortably the way I was before the life. Mm -hmm. But Jesus let me here, not to bring glory for myself, but to bring glory to him. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Awesome. Hey, well, Jeremy, Caleb, thank you so much for being on today. And uh, Paul, if you remember, we had Jeremy and Caleb uh, teach for us and speak for us at the student track of the SIN conference this year at the Southern Baptist Convention. Right. They did so well. So uh, we want you to know, listeners, we highly, highly recommend Jeremy and Caleb Freeman, use them at your church, use them for your events, your conferences. Um, they're great evangelists. They're great encouragers. I know when Caleb was in the room sharing his testimony and Pastor Jeremy was sharing and encouraging, like all of those students in the room were like on the edge of their seats. They were like quiet and not quiet because they were bored. They were quiet because they were so in tune. And then one of my favorite pictures of, that we have of you, Caleb, is you praying over about 400 teenagers that had gathered around you. I mean, you were praying as a Gen Z for your own generation, man. So that's beautiful. So highly recommend them. Please use them at your church, at your events, your conferences, um, and you won't regret that. So friends, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Next General Mission podcast and engaging with us in this conversation. If you have any questions on reaching the next generation, please email us at evangelism 
at nam.net. We'll try to address those on a future podcast. Also, if this podcast is a help to you and your ministry, your context, then we want you to give it a rating, give it a following, a five-star rating like Paul always shares. <laughs> Be sure to give it that five-star rating. Uh, <laughs> give it that five-star rating. Um, share it, follow it, um, and uh, we ask that you tell others about it. And we thank you once again for being a part of the Next Gen on Mission podcast family and engaging with us on a regular basis. Listen, friends, have a great rest of your day and tell somebody about Jesus. Jesus.